0: From the newsroom of South Coast Today, this is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot-button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. This is the Courtside with Kurt podcast. I'm Standard Times digital editor, Brendan Curie, and I am here with longtime Standard Times Courts and Cops reporter, Kurt Brown. Thanks for sitting down with us, Kurt.
1: Nice to be here,
0: Brendan. Thank you very much. So uh, today we're going to talk about uh, an interesting case uh, involving uh, police and uh, their monitoring of social media, mm-hmm. which uh, got uh, a gun off of the street—at least for now.
1: Yes, it sure did. Yeah, uh, you know, p- police are very vigilant, uh, and and uh, when it comes to gang activities and especially guns, uh, if you just as an aside before we get started, if you want to search uh, ST archives. Uh, about the making of a gang member or how the police make a gang member do a search my name do a search uh, house of correction and the criteria is there Uh, yeah you did
0: a very very good story looking into uh, what exactly they look at you know what are the different aspects Mm -hmm. that uh, can decide that someone is a gang member Mm -hmm. and and,
1: and one of the things that they look at is uh, they carefully monitor is uh, social media so
0: in this case, they were monitoring Snapchat, uh, which right. is uh, particularly progressive. I mean, as far as the social medias go, uh, you know, Facebook's been around for 15 years. Uh, Snapchat's probably only been big for, I don't know, I'd say, maybe five years. Um, you know, so it shows that they're on the cusp of uh, the new technology here.
1: You know that better than I do. <laughs> That's, you're not on Snapchat, Kurt? <laughs> oh, no. All
0: right. I guess, sorry, folks out there, you can't snap at Kurt. But
1: uh, Well, tell, them what, uh, tell our listeners what you had told me about Snapchat.
0: Uh, so so I was kind of giving, Kurt, kind of a brief rundown, uh, kind of the history of Snapchat and how it, when it first came out, what made it unique from a lot of the other social media, you know, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram out there, is that your snaps would disappear. It was kind of like an inspector gadget message, right? When he gets his mission, uh, you know, this message will self-destruct in 10 seconds and you could set a certain number of seconds that your snap would disappear and. uh first there was a little controversy when it came out that Snapchat was actually, was archiving all these supposedly disappearing snaps uh, on its own servers. But then uh, as Snapchat became more popular uh, it kind of became that less and less snaps actually disappear and, and so now uh, they live a little more for people and people have learned to uh, screenshot things too. Uh, so anyway, so Snapchat lives on a little more than it used to in its original incarnation. But so in this case uh, the New Bedford Police uh, gang unit was monitoring Snapchat and they saw a Snapchat video by a Javon Gamboa Leao, uh, eighteen-year-old uh, who lives on Yale Street, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was brandishing a firearm in in the Snapchat video, mm-hmm. and uh, you can go into a little more specifics of kind of how he was brandishing it.
1: Sure. They uh, <coughs> the the gang unit was monitoring it a little before nine o'clock on Sunday morning. Uh, they had utilized the Snapchat uh, app and they saw the defendant. Posting a video where he pointed a revolver at the screen. Um, the w- on Monday when uh, at the defendant's arraignment, I went to the the uh, courthouse. The documents were not back in the clerk's office. I was fortunate enough to sit in on his arraignment, but I did not get the court docs until uh, Tuesday. So there is some new information in there that wasn't in our story that ran uh, Monday night and then Tuesday morning. One of the interesting things is that... um, according to the court docs that Mr. Uh, Leao uh, pointed a gun at the phone so close that the uh, uh, ammo was visible in the video. Uh, he is described um, in the court docs as someone who was known police, further described as an associate of the Monty Park gang, So he posts a one video of himself uh, pointing a gun at the screen. Uh, Then, about two hour, two and a half hours later, he posts another video of him at uh, Monty Park, uh, standing along the west side of the playground outside the wall. There, Uh, police went there; they set up surveillance, but then they encountered him. at uh, Harborview, um, Harborview Terrace, uh, I'm sorry, Harborview Towers, 280 Acushnet Avenue. Um, he was a passenger in the vehicle. They um, they pat searched him. Um, then they found a in the trunk. They found um, A shoebox. A shoebox. A shoebox. Had the Thirty-eight
0: had a, caliber Smith and Wesson in it. Uh, loaded with five rounds. And Mm -hmm. I think one thing you would notice is there was no uh, trigger lock on the gun as well. And uh, one of the other important things is that he also was out on bail. So one of the stipulations of his bail was not to... Be in possession of firearms, right? Mm-hmm. So that would not be to one the, again. Yeah, not to re-off, So that would be one of the impetuses for for why he couldn't and have a gun from the get go, right? And he was also on a GPS bracelet. Yeah, a GPS bracelet. So that was from uh, out of Plymouth. He had mm-hmm. been uh, arraigned in April on robbery charges, uh, in which cash and a cell phone were stolen from someone in a car. Where Leia was the front seat passenger in that car. And in that case, a photo of the stolen cell phone was posted on That's Snapchat. Right. So there's a little level of uh, not learning your lesson here. Yes. Um, anyway, so yeah, so they, they searched the car. They find the, the gun, uh, mm-hmm. which is loaded. Mm-hmm. They also found a large capacity, uh, 30 rounds, of, large capacity feeding device, 30 rounds of ammunition, and uh, kind of ironically, actually, a pair of shoes in the shoebox.
1: Yes. They asked him his size, and he told him his size, and it was the same size as the shoes Um, according to the court docs uh, this uh, revolver that they seized uh, uh, is the same one that was uh, uh, used uh, in the video Uh, a revolver is interesting because a revolver doesn't uh, discharge any shell casings so when police hear reports of uh, shots fired They go to the scene. Uh, They don't find any shell casings. Um, It's either a revolver or it's a a false call.
0: So he has now been charged with possession of a firearm without a license, Mm -hmm. unlawful possession of ammunition, improper storage of a firearm, unlawful possession of a large-capacity feeding device, And possession of Xanax, Uh, and so the next uh, prosecutors have requested a dangerousness hearing, which is one of those things we've been talking about on one of our bail podcasts recently. That have been kind of prosecutors are using them more often uh, to try to to try to keep uh, offenders from uh, from getting out on bail and reoffending. Although uh, in this case he uh, his bail was revoked on the Plymouth case, right the that robbery is, case correct yeah. due to him reoffending in this case
1: and in that plymouth case from my my understanding that is he is perhaps the least culpable of the uh three of the four defendants uh the two defendants in the back, one had a gun, one had a knife. The driver was in control of the vehicle. Um, He uh, allegedly was a front seat passenger, did not have a weapon, but he was charged under the theory of joint venture.
0: So, so yeah, so the kind of recap a little bit you may think like oh this is just a case of uh, of a kid who had a gun he wasn't supposed to but we really wanted to highlight this to show what the new bedford police gang unit is doing and all the avenues they are keeping their eye on kind of keeping their thumb on the pulse of things in order to really have an idea of what's going on that on a sunday morning at 9 a.m they're there on snapchat and i'm sure they're on plenty of other social medias and other outlets and and all that kind of keeping an eye on what's going on and trying to keep people safe in the city
1: those specialty units in the New Bedford Police Departments, whether it's the gang unit, whether it's the narcotics unit, also known as, or uh, more properly called, Organized Crime Intelligence Bureau, or the homicide unit, they're top shelf. They really are.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, they got another gun off the street and, uh, and, uh, possibly another, uh, criminal off the street as well. So yes. alleged criminal off the street as well.
1: And we'll be in court tomorrow, uh, covering, uh, his, uh, dangerousness hearing. Um, when I say tomorrow, I mean, Friday, um, and we'll uh, provide you updates in the Standard Times and southcoasttoday.com.
0: You always do, Kurt. And as always, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, on Omni, kind of wherever you get your podcasts. You can read Kurt's reporting in the print edition of the Standard Times and online at southcoasttoday.com. And if you do like this podcast and listen to it regularly, please give us a follow, uh, give us a nice good rating, um, give us a like, whatever it is. uh, We always appreciate it. So thanks for being here, Kurt.
1: Thanks, Brendan.